0: Welcome to the Nothing to Wear podcast. I'm your host, Samantha Harmon, the Style Editor. This is the podcast that empowers women through style so they stop thinking they have nothing to wear and start thinking, I can't wait to get dressed today. Your wardrobe should work for you. So if it isn't saving you time and money, it isn't doing its job properly. Style is so much more than clothes and that's why on this podcast, we aren't just talking wardrobes. We're talking mindset, women at work, feminism, equality, body image, and so much more. Join me and other guest experts each week as we help you understand what you really mean when you say, I have nothing to wear. Being a good girl, the fear of getting it wrong and how this impacts our wardrobe. This morning, whilst working out, I had a bit of an epiphany. Now, hold on, bear with me, because you might be thinking, what the hell does doing a workout have to do with my wardrobe? Number one, okay, you can wear fantastic workout gear that will actually elevate how you feel and make you work harder during your workout. So that's one reason. But the second reason is because, I realize that there's a link between how I feel about working out and the barriers that I have put on myself to it and how my clients feel about what they wear. So, let me explain this. I am someone who does not naturally want to work out. (laughs) If it were up to me, I would like lie under a blanket and just eat loads of food like a hibernating bear or something. (laughs) I am as hairy and stinky and grouchy as a bear. That is true. But I do understand that after I've worked out, I feel really good. And it's not necessarily about... Changing my body or making my body different in any way. It's just the fact that as I get older, I'm very aware of the impacts of stress on my body. I'm very aware of the importance of mobility and running my own business. It's really important that I keep my health as one of my priorities. But this doesn't mean that exercise comes naturally to me. And it also is something that I have a bit of a block around and I try to avoid. Even though I know, ironically, that that has a bad impact on my mental well being. So I know if I don't move my body enough, I start to feel really crappy. And it gets to the end of the week and I'm like, oh, everything's shit. I'm shit, blah, 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 blah. But I know that in the week, I could have taken little actions like doing a 15 minute workout, a 20 minute workout, which would have negated that feeling by the end of the week. So I know that about myself. I know that I need to move my body because it feels good. It's good for me. But I also know that I have a bit of an avoidance around it. And what I realized when I was working out today is that my avoidance comes from my good girl tendencies and my fear of getting it wrong. And you may relate to this in some way. So I'm the oldest of three sisters And when I was younger, I got the impression that in order to be valid, I guess, I had to be good. I had to get good grades. It was, you know, behave yourself, be the good girl, eat your vegetables, look after your sisters, be accepted and loved. Okay, so I associated love and acceptance with being good. I understood that if I behaved in a certain way, I got rewarded for it. And it's only now, many years on, that I recognize how that has impacted my life and how that can turn into people-pleasing tendencies. We don't want to say no to people because we're worried that that is going to mean that we lose love, that we lose acceptance, because we associate behaving in a certain way with being the version of ourselves that everyone else has told us that we need to be. And how this relates to working out is I've been avoiding going to the gym. And I know this isn't a podcast episode about the virtues of going to a gym or exercising in any certain way. Personally, I love to work out using things like YouTube. There are loads and loads of incredible free workouts that you can do on YouTube or you know that you can find on the internet find on social media but i as someone who runs her own business and likes to keep myself accountable wanted to join the gym because i personally felt that it would mean that i had the impetus to get out of my house because when you're running your own business and on days that you don't have clients you might have a tendency to kind of just stay on your own in your own space. And I wanted somewhere I could go other than to the coffee shop to work. I don't want to associate everything in my life with working. And when you work from home, that can happen because your workspace and your life space merge into one. So I wanted to keep those two things separate. And so I wanted to join the gym now again you know there are lots of reasons why people hate the gym and why people would avoid the gym and I've been there you know like sweaty men using the weight section no thank you um and I avoided it and I avoided actually learning how to use the equipment properly just avoid is my tendency and I was also therefore avoiding Number one, signing up, but two, the classes, because at this particular gym, there are a lot of different classes that you can do. And I felt that classes for me are where I get the most impact, because if you're doing like a dance class, yeah, you're working out and you're sweating, but you're kind of having a bit of fun. Whereas if you're on a treadmill, that just feels a bit monotonous to me personally. So I knew that I wanted to go to these classes and I finally did a class and I realized whilst doing the class that one of my internal fears I was having was, oh fuck, I'm getting the steps wrong. I'm gonna get the steps wrong. That Everyone else knows what they're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I can't keep up with this movement. I don't know what the next step is. I'm getting it wrong. And that is a fear. The fear of getting it wrong was making me avoid going to those classes because I worried that if I got it wrong, I would somehow not be the version of myself that I need to be in order to be loved (laughs) right how what a revelation is that to have when you're trying to do like high kicks um, in an exercise class but it's true I was avoiding and I then realized that when I was a kid I used to go dancing and at this particular dance school we went to the madame who ran it was very strict to be honest I mean If we're talking about 2022 safeguarding policies, there is no fucking way that some of the stuff that she did would be allowed today. But I strived to get her approval and she never gave it to me. And we're talking when I was like five years old, she never gave me her approval. I tried and tried and tried and tried really hard in these dance classes. And she would do stuff like put me in the corner because she would say that I couldn't do it properly and um, I was misbehaving and I had to go and stand in the corner or I would try and do a move like in ballet, I would try and do the twelves, and she would say, I'm not moving fast enough. And she'd be like shouting and clapping like this at me. And so I realized very much that I have this internal thing around approval and getting it wrong. And that's because from a very young age, I learned that there is a way of doing things and there's a pressure there To do it that way. Rather than exercise being something that was just for sheer fun and for the sheer hell of it, it became a competition. It became something that if you don't do these steps properly, you're an idiot. You go to the back of the class. And this is exactly the same thing that happens with our wardrobes. We worry about getting it wrong. We worry about getting it wrong when actually, There is no wrong when you're being creative, when you're dressing up for your own pure pleasure, but somewhere along the line, probably between the ages of zero and seven, because that's your brain's imprint phase where your mind is like a sponge and you take in all of these lessons from the world around you. And that's how you learn behaviors and what is expected of you. Something there told you that, this is how you are supposed to dress and you're getting it wrong. And you might not even remember what that was. You might not remember a specific incident, but if you are constantly thinking, what will they think? Or I'm getting it wrong in terms of your wardrobe, it could possibly relate to something that has happened to you in childhood that has given you the impression that there is a wrong way to be you. And as women, we get that message all the time. Whether we're consciously aware of it or not, we get the message all the time that we are wrong. That we could literally sit here silently doing nothing, speaking to no one, and that would still be wrong. We could go out there in the world and make a noise and that would still be wrong. Whatever choice you're making is the wrong choice. And this then impacts your wardrobe because you buy things because you think that this is the way to be accepted right now. Because this is the trend, this is what's in it at the moment. Or you worry about wearing a certain style just in case it's wrong. Just explore for a second what does wrong mean? What does wrong mean to you? Where has your idea of wrong come from? And why are you making yourself wrong in those scenarios? Why are you talking yourself out of things for fear of getting it wrong? The thing is with creative expression, and here's a light bulb moment for you, whether it's dancing, whether it's dressing up, there is no such thing as wrong because it's your moment, it's your creativity. There is no such thing as wrong when it comes to dressing up. Boom. Yeah, that's a revelation for you to have in a sweaty dance class, isn't it? But I'm hoping that you can see the link here and how I made that link in that class. By I, I realized that I was thinking, "Oh shit!" I I I it was almost like a uh, underlying sense of panic. So we kind of mastered one move, and then we're going into a different route, like dance routine. And I was thinking, oh, shit, I'm not going to be able to do this bit because I haven't been to this class before. I don't know. It. What if I get it wrong? So, so what if I get it wrong? There is no such thing as wrong when you're having fun, when you're expressing yourself, when you're moving your body and when you are dressing in a way that aligns with how you want to feel. But because of my experiences from the age of three years old, I think I started at dance school, until the end of that imprint phase, I got the impression that the way that I moved my body was wrong. But I also remember before that, I remember dancing around and just absolutely loving it. And unfortunately, it's kind of ironic because that's why my parents, bless them, ended up taking me to dance school in the first place. They ended up taking me to dance school because I love to dance. And that's what we do with our kids. We think, oh, OK, she's a she loves to dance. Let's, let's take her because she'll love that. But actually, the teaching, on the teaching side of it, no, the impression is that you're doing dancing wrong. Something you love, no, you're getting it wrong. It's just exactly the same with your wardrobe. I see it all the time. And it then impacts other areas of your life as well, in ways that you probably aren't consciously aware of. So there is no kind of wrap-up conclusion to this episode. These are just some thoughts that I have had today that I really feel that I need to share with you in this episode the fear of getting it wrong and for you to know and understand that there is no such thing as getting it wrong when we're talking about your creativity we wouldn't have some of the best artistry in the world we're talking films painting songs we wouldn't have any of that if people hadn't gone past the point of what other people thought was acceptable or stylish or trendy and did their own thing and it's exactly the same with your wardrobe who wants to spend their life feeling the fear of getting it wrong I want to be able to feel the fear and do it anyway and I'm not just doing it for me now as Sam in my 30s as a style coach I'm doing it for that little girl who, at three years old, fucking loved to dance, thought that she was the best thing ever, and then had that feeling, bullied out of her, basically, bullied out of her by a dance teacher and society at large. Sports day. have them bullied out of me at sports day, because sports day is we do exercise in this way. School, PE at school, we do exercise in this way that's how it always was. And if you aren't someone who enjoys or is naturally good at doing things the way the system tells you that they should be done, well, then you are told that you're stupid or you're lazy or you're unfit or sport and exercise isn't for you. I've spent so many years of my life using exercise as a punishment because that was what it always was to me since a very young age because number one i got the impression i couldn't do it right and two i got the impression that it was something that you had to do to fit this certain box of who you're supposed to be and you you don't sam you're not you don't look like that you you weigh too much you're too heavy that that's that's the impression so so then therefore you use exercise as a way of shrinking yourself and punishing yourself rather than using it as a way to just fucking celebrate who you are. And it's exactly the same with your wardrobe. There are all of these rules that tell you that you use clothes in a way that hides part of who you are. I mean, think of stripes for a second. The number of women that I work with who tell me, oh, I can't wear, I can't wear stripes, can I? Because, you know, I'm a size 16. I can't wear stripes because I'm a size 20. Who, like, fuck that. You wear what you want to wear. These rules, these rules are put in place to keep you small, essentially, because we're told you have to accentuate your waist and you have to hide these bits of yourself. This, this is unattractive, so dress in this way. Bollocks and bullshit to that. That's what I say. And as I've ranted about in a previous episode, patriarchy. How many of the rules that you carry around in your head about your wardrobe are actually from the patriarchy telling you who you're supposed to be and how you're supposed to look in order to be attractive to men basically rather than dressing in a way that supports you and supports your goals and makes you feel like a boss so these some thoughts and this is another ranty episode but I really hope that you've taken something from this and I just wanted to share it with you right now in the moment as I'm feeling it because it It's it's actually been a revelation for me this morning to make that connection with, oh, the reason I've been avoiding coming to this class is because I'm scared of getting it wrong. Wow. Okay, that's what that is. And from that point, I can then do some work around going back to that version of me when I was a little girl and making it okay for her, you know, which might sound woo to some people, but healing those parts of you healing those parts of you that were told that you have to be or do a certain thing in order to be loved and accepted and that's that's what I got from the world from a very young age I got that because I was the oldest of three girls and you know girls have to behave children are seen and not heard essentially and a good girl gets rewarded and because I went to a dance school that told me that exercise has to be in this certain way and because you aren't doing it correctly you are well even the word correctly right you aren't doing it this way so therefore you're wrong you get shoved to the back of the class you get put in a corner absolutely not but because I got told that Those are the lessons that until recently I've been carrying around with me and that has manifested in me avoiding going to the gym for fear of getting it wrong. Who gives a shit? Well, anyway, if I go to the gym, yeah, and I go and I start lifting some weights and, you know, someone has something to say to me in terms of, well, those weights are too small or whatever, fuck it, I don't, why do I care so much? Why do I care so much? about a stranger's opinion. Why do you care so much about a stranger's opinion? Why are you asking me if this looks okay? Or I can't wear this, can I, in case I get it wrong? When you're being creative, when you're moving your body when you're celebrating who you are, there is no such thing as getting it wrong. So I'm going to keep going back to those classes and looking like an absolute tool and absolutely loving it. And I'm not just doing it for me. I'm doing it for three-year-old Sam who fucking loved to dance and was told that she was getting it wrong. No, no, I'm not. you That's your perception. Your perception is that I'm getting it wrong. Those are your rules that you made up. You're following a rule book of what is movement what is dance a practice that has been created in a society that has been created to keep people in place now I'm not buying into it anymore so I'm going to wear the sequins I'm going to go to that dance class and I'm going to dance unapologetically not just for me now but also for little me which sounds weird doesn't it I don't mean little me as in (laughs) I have a penis. I mean, little me is a little child me. And I would invite you to think about all the ways that this is effective in your life too and how you can do things for that little version of you. What was she told when she was a kid? What lessons have you carried with you through your entire life about who you have to be or what you have to do in order to be accepted? Let's unravel those. Let's just unravel that all and live our lives free, of this absolute bullshit.